Hello everybody, it's Claire here, the creator of Wild Ginger Running YouTube channel, all about trail and ultra running. Um, oh, and I'm the author of this book, The Ultimate Trail Running Handbook. And today I just wanted to catch you up with some of the gear that I have been testing lately. Um, so that you can be aware of what reviews are coming out on Wild Ginger Running YouTube channel and um, a little bit of a just a catch up of some things that I want to share with you. So um, if you're listening on the podcast version, there is a podcast version of this, um, which I'll make shortly after doing this. Um, I'll try to describe everything. <laughs> really well for you. Um, just let me know if you have any problems hearing stuff. I am using a microphone just here, so let me know if I haven't got it turned on, which I did recently. Um, so just a couple of shoes I'm very excited about testing soon, so I hope you've seen already. I'll link to it just here as well once I've finished the live chat. Um, I did a road to trail shoe review, trail shoe review, um, and I'm also going to be doing a wide fit and zero drop and highly cushioned trail running shoes as well. So three more to come stay tuned um, so I'm really excited that I've just got these two in so this is um, this one's the ultra Timp 4 so very excited to try this shoe it will be in the wide fit shoe category because ultras obviously um, dedicated to wide fit and it'll also be in the zero drop category as well because ultra is all about zero drop um, and then I've got this shoe from innovate which I'm very excited to try as well it is the um, Hang on a minute. It is the, I've got it. There's, can you see the boxes behind me? It's up there. It's the Trailfly G270. Um, and that is a zero drop as well. Um, so yeah, just gonna be doing short runs in these. I just went for a uh, 12 mile run this morning um, in my Topo or Wide Fit Mountain Racer 2 shoes. Um, and really, really, really loving the Wide Fit of late. So uh, I'm very excited to bring that review to you very soon. Um, soon in Wild Ginger Running terms, which is with a one and a half year old child to look after as well, not soon at all, but we try. Um, so things that I have been actually using, I want to tell you about these shorts. Um, they're from Saw, which is a new company. Um, if you want to ask any questions, by the way, just type in the comments, um, the live comments, and I'll try to answer you as best I can. Um, so these are um, a pair of shorts from Saw. They're called the Trail Shorts. Um, and the, the incredible thing about these shorts is that the price, they cost £125, re full retail price. Now, and I just want to know, who has £125 to spend on a pair of shorts? Surely that's like GPS watch territory. Surely shorts is like 30 quid. Have I just been living in a total cave for the last two years since COVID? Anyway, I've been wearing them. And because, you know, that's my job, thank goodness, because I can't afford anything like this. Um, and they're really good. Like, I I wouldn't pay £125 for them, but I really, really like them. <laughs> I'm really glad that they were given to me for free. I can only find one downside with these shorts. So I'm gonna just take you through the features very quickly. Um, they aren't women's, they're men's, but they fit perfectly. They are a size medium. I am a size 12 in most women's stuff. So the mediums, if you're a medium lady, these will be fine on you. Um, the great thing is that they've got these um, uh, a flat locked seamed inner shorts. So it's like a cycling short, but then they've got this like short bit over the top. So um, it's just a, 
I don't know, it just looks a bit better maybe. I also run in cycling shorts and actually the darker blue outer area does make you a bit hotter than normal. So in this heat wave that we've been having lately, I have actually just been wearing my cycling shorts. Um, but the reason I like wearing these is all the pockets. They've got so many pockets. Look at the back of these beauties. So there's a zip pocket just here which is big enough for a phone but I don't put my phone in because it does tend to like flap around I would put keys or credit cards in like stuff you really don't want to lose in there not that you do want to lose your phone but the phone will fit into these gel pockets here so there's two elasticated pockets here and here which are good for a bar or a gel such as this pop it in or they will equally fit a phone um, it's it's not super easy to get the phone in there, but it, go, it goes in and I love a pair of shorts that you can put your phone inside. So the phone sinks all the way down and the elastic just about covers the top there. So it's not coming out unless you're gonna be doing a cartwheel, which obviously we frequently do at the end of every trail run. Um, so that's a great, great feature in itself. Then if you're the type of person that uses gels, you, oh, I also put um, a small water bottle in the back here as well, so that's handy. If you're the type of person who uses gels, there are um, some gel loops at the front here. So um, there's two here and two here, so you can fit two gels up front as well. Let me just demo how one would attach a gel. It's not the easiest thing to do. You have to sort of squoosh them in there, but you know, it's not that hard. Scrooge them in like that and you can carry your gels like that. Um, so it's just a really lightweight solution to carrying your gels. Um, so that you, that you stay up, <laughs> they've got this um, pull cord as well. So they're not gonna be around your ankles. Um, so I have been really enjoying wearing these. Um, they do wick the sweat quite well, but as I mentioned before, they are a little bit hot around the gusset area. So what I would like to see from them is a women's version, which instead of a short bit here, instead of shorts, um, just a little kind of skirt thing, because then you wouldn't have like the extra material in the center here, because you don't really need it to go between the legs, do you? Like just a skirt would be fine there. Um, yeah, so I've been really enjoying these. Um, they, they've also got laser cut seams as well. Can you see the edges there? They're, um, they're laser cut, so there's no extra stitching to weigh them down. Oh, I haven't actually weighed them. Let me just weigh them. I've got my scales here. So let's just pop them on the scales. Might need to put elastic band around them to just check that they don't squeeze over the top of the scales. Right. Elastic band, I think we can all agree elastic bands weigh nothing. Right, on the scales, 131 grams. Is that good? It's pretty good. Um, if you're the type of person whose thighs rub together, such as myself, these are really good because the lighter blue cycling short bits put pay to that. They, they're really good in that regard. Um, so I personally can't wear a short which is just like the darker blue section of this short. I have to wear a cycling short. So yeah, the darker blue stuff is like superfluous to requirements, but it's kind of like a modesty and a style thing. So yeah, might be, might be what you need. Um, 
maybe look for them in the sale. <laughs> I've just got a live comment here from Grace who says there's no way that she would pay over £100 for shorts. Way too pricey for her, however good I say they are. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Grace. Completely and utterly. Who, if you've got £125 for a pair of shorts, then wow, I would like to do your job because uh, <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, they're really good, but they're too expensive. I think that's the verdict on those. Um, they also do socks as well, um, which are also uh, very expensive. £16 for this pair of quite thin socks. Um, I'm going to talk more about these in a separate video because then I rummaged through my sock drawer because I wanted to say like which socks would be better maybe or cheaper, uh, give you a bit of a um, bit of a sock rundown. I actually found like seven or eight different socks, so I'm going to do a different film about the socks um, later. So I'm not going to talk about them now. What I am going to talk about now is the uh, another very expensive item actually. Sorry about this. Um, Salomon Index Break flip flops. So, they look lovely, don't they? And um, one very good thing about them is that they, they come apart completely so you can recycle all the individual bits individually. Um, I don't know how useful that is because I don't know what councils take bits of rubber and bits of TPU and bits of fabric, but it's a good start, isn't it? They cost 90 pounds. Now, <laughs> I'm gonna sound like a bit of a repeating person in this gear review because I don't know who has 90 pounds for a pair of flip-flops also. I think mine cost 20 quid from Fat Face. Um, but anyway, these are supposed to help you recover quicker. Um, they're only available in this white color and it's uh, unisex. So like white and trail running doesn't necessarily go that well. I've just been wearing them around the house, which is why they're still white. <laughs> but, and only like after showering, so that they're not like got dirty here yet, but I'm sure they would if I wore them more. Um, so I would never go for like a white soled sandal myself, maybe more like this color <laughs> throughout. Um, but it is very comfy and it is like a hug for your foot. So this area here is what Salomon refer to as endofit. So it hugs the foot really nicely. It just feels so comfy um, and it encourages blood flow and recovery. Um, worth noting that the drop from heel to toe in these is two millimeters. That's quite low down. If you're used to walking around in shoes which are like more like 10 mil drop, then this might not be the recovery thing for you. However, if you're used to walking around bare feet, then then this will be um, just like that, but two millimeters up. So that will be good. They weigh 406 grams, and this is for a pair of UK size 6.5, so about 200-ish grams per shoe. I think that's kind of heavy for a flip-flop. Um, I haven't actually weighed my other flip-flops, but I'm sure they don't weigh 400 grams for the pair. Um, so yeah, I think if you have got a lot of money, then um, these will be super good recovery flip-flops for you. Um, if not, just walk around in barefoot. Walk, basically active recovery is how you recover, in my opinion. You can buy a lot of expensive things that can help you recover, but actually going for a walk um, is, probably one of the best options. Um, that and jumping into a river because it's so hot at the moment. Um, somebody thinks I have clean feet. Yes, I do. I always have clean feet after I've had a shower. <laughs> right, so the next uh, set of reviews 
um, is Life System. So Life Systems recently sent me a load of really cool stuff um, to help save your life, basically. So first up, we've got these two um, really nice little handy first aid kits. So this one is the Trek and this one is the Nano. £17 for the Trek and £15 for the Nano. So it's super useful to have um, just buy a first aid kit. You can, you can um, just make your own, which is what I do, and I just put it in a little Ziploc transparent plastic bag, and I just, I just put whatever I want in there. But if you just don't have the first clue about what you're going to put in a first aid kit, then these are a really, really good solution. I'm going to just un wrap them and see what you get. So this one's in, it's sort of a kind of a water resistant bag um, with a waterproof zip around the edge. There is a gap at the top where the zip edges, so it's not fully waterproof. You'd have to put this in a proper waterproof bag. A little sack thing and um, you can put it on your belt, like if you're hiking, yeah, put it on your belt, look really cool. <laughs> um, so open it up and inside, oh, look at that. How neat is that? So neat, love a neat and tidy first aid kit. So in this zip pocket here, we've got a bandage, we've got some tape, uh, we've got a uh, white open woven bandage and we've got a um, crepe bandage as well. We've also got a, a packet of paracetamol um, and an adhesive dressing, a couple of those sterile adhesive dressings, quite big, big ones, and also a couple of blister plasters there, like kind of compedy type style, but thinner, I think. There's three of those. Um, there's a gauze there, a sterile gauze thing. Um, then, and, oh, it's a swab. Uh, there's five swabs in there, um, so you can mop up all the, all the blood and gore. Uh, but yeah, those are the dressings for bigger wounds. Um, then we've also got a pair of scissors, handy, in case you need to chop a leg off or something. Fabric plasters, uh, nine in there, different sizes, very handy. Maybe if you're not taking anything else, just take this. It's a little first aid manual where it tells you what to do in all sorts of emergency situations and um, all sorts of... Uh, non-emergency situations. There's a bit of a, a burn soothe if you've, um, like you shouldn't be smoking while you're running, but that might be handy. And then there's these alcohol wipes as well, hygienic cleansing wipes they're called. Um, and then, oh, there's a pair of tweezers in here should you get a splinter. Um, you might want to pop an, a pair of tick pickers in there. They're like, they've got um, like a claw head to them and you just sort of turn the tick out. Um, and then we've got a couple of pairs of gloves because of course you want to, if you're not dealing with yourself um, being injured, the last thing you want to do is get um, another person's blood and guts and gore all over your hands. Um, you can catch any old thing that way. So let's protect ourselves, shall we? Um, so that is a very comprehensive first aid kit. Um, I would just probably add like a tampon to this first aid kit. It's always really handy. I know if you're a bloke, you won't need a tampon, but um, if you're running with um, someone who has periods still, then it's really, really handy for just anybody to carry them, <laughs> to be honest. Um, so, oh, I've got a couple of questions that have just come in about the flip-flops. Um, Catherine says, how do those flip-flops compare to the UFOS? Um, she's got two pairs 
about, uh, they cost about um, 40 pounds. I've never actually tried them, Catherine. I'm really sorry. Um, this is the sandal, um, the flip-flop that she wanted me to compare it to. I've I've never actually compared them. The, I recover basically by like wearing bare feet usually. Um, I don't usually walk around in anything if I can help it. Um, but yeah, if I... Uh, yeah, if I look into it more, I could tell you about the oofus. Um, so yeah, sorry about that. I can't help. I'm just putting all everything back into the first aid kit. Uh, never fits, does it, when you put it back in afterwards. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's super handy. Um, it weighs, I did weigh it, I'm sure. Oh, I didn't weigh it. Okay, I'm gonna just put it all, shove it all back in and then pop it on the scales. Um, so yeah, that's it. The other thing you could add to your first aid kit is um, money. If you want to chip in here, then just uh, feel free to uh, add either in the comments below or like later on um, after the live chat's ended. Um, just, I'm just going to weigh it. And then I'm just going to have a quick look in my book because I did a first aid kit in there and I just want to see if I've missed anything else. Money's quite handy because in case you get injured and need to get a taxi from somewhere, you know, like head to the nearest road kind of business. Um, it's 226 grams for that first aid kit. You could make it lighter by just taking out the bits that you need and also just putting it in a plastic bag as well rather than this really nice robust canvas bag that it comes in. But that's really, really nice as an option. Um, I'm just going to have a look at the first aid kit in here and see um, if there's anything else. Oh yeah, maybe a sugary snack. Um, I say to put a gel in my first aid kit. Also a whistle, I didn't notice a whistle, but a lot of backpacks, running packs have whistles on now, so that might not be a thing that you need to add. Um, yeah, a fully charged phone, I always recommend to take a fully charged phone, and maybe some electrolyte tablets is something that I always take as well. Um, and safety pins, I didn't see safety pins. I know there's safety pins in this one. I may have just missed the safety pins in this one. Um, there might be some in there, but yeah, safety pins is another thing that I would add. Um, and then that's just for easy trails close to civilization. And then um, for a bit of a more comprehensive first aid kit is on the, on the next page there. So I've got a head torch added to that, um, phone charger and charging cable, obviously. And uh, then one of these, which I'll talk about in a minute, is an um, emergency bivy bag. And I'll explain why bag, not blanket, in a minute. Um, yeah, and then all the other things. Um, it, d it, it did used to have a picture of some money here, but apparently you're not allowed to print pictures of money, even if it's tiny. So we had to take that out and there's a lovely white space there. So that's just a little insider tip for you there. Um, yeah, so I don't tend to take tons of stuff in my first aid kit. You can't do tons of stuff out on the trail. It's just like repair, really. Swab it down and bandage it up, basically. And if you haven't got bandages, just use buff, use a bit of clothing, anything that you can have to hand really. Um, and go on a first aid course as well, that's a really, really, really good idea. And get that DFib app. We have had three incidents lately in our area where people have needed the DFib. One in my running club, a Tony, he just went down and we had runners getting him the DFib. We, like, they actually saved his life, like our running club. If he hadn't been running with us, he would have died. So he then came on the first aid course with all of us running leaders as well. So it was really nice to see him back in action but download the app about where the defibs are in your area. Um, there's really, the really good one is called Good Sam, like presumably means Good Samaritan, Good Sam. It's the most comprehensive, it's got the most um, defib devices listed in it apparently, but Google defibs apps and choose the best one 
for your area because in Wales there's stuff that's slightly different. Okay, so this is the Nano. Um, we'll do the weight first, shall we, this time. Um, tiny little bag and also you could just use it in this resealable waterproof pouch. So that's 82 grams and then without this big red thing, it is 74 grams, so not a lot to take this one with you. Again, it's got this um, really nice, oh, I didn't put them in there. <laughs> they got this really nice uh, little instruction booklet, which, you know, like even if you know it, it's really handy to take it because you can just feel so panicked in these situations that you just don't like do, you don't react in a normal way. You forget stuff that you thought you'd never forget in your life. Um, so it's really handy to have this to refer to just for confidence and for backup. Then we've got these safety pins, always handy to um, tie up bandages and things like that. There's some zinc oxide tape there. And we've got some um, bandage there. Always good. If you don't take bandage, just use a buff, as I just said, or gloves or hat or anything. Um, and sterile adhesive, just one sterile adhesive dressing there. Um, uh, some five swabs as well. Um, oh, some sun cream. Wouldn't you already be wearing the sun cream? I wouldn't put that in a first aid kit. Um, I'm ginger, I literally bathe in sun cream before I go out running every morning. Um, so that would not be what I would need. Uh, but that that is a very handy pouch size for like doing a multi-day ultra, isn't it? Although you'd want it resealable really, don't you? You'd have to use that all in one go, it's a bit like a gel. Um, but yeah, nice, but I wouldn't include it in a tiny, tiny first aid kit. Um, uh, wipe, wipe, one blister plaster. I would add a few more blister plasters. Um, yeah, so that's the Nano, um, and yeah, that's it's really cool, it's really good if you basically just want a first aid kit, you can pick up off the shelf and off you go. So that one's £15. I think it's probably cheaper if you make your own, but it doesn't come in this beautiful pouch. Doesn't come in a beautiful pouch like this, um, so it doesn't look as pro when you get it out. <laughs> Um, so yeah, really, really good idea. Really nice as a Christmas present, I think. Really lovely. And if you want to buy um, any of the items I'm talking about um, for Christmas presents or birthday presents for the runner in your life, then I am going to add um, Amazon links um, in the film description or podcast uh, description below. So um, just you can help me out by buying them uh, via that link if you want. It gives me like 1p per purchase, but all adds up. So thank you. Oh, Arlene M is watching Hello Arlene and she has a very good suggestion. Yes, this is totally true. Don't forget the anti-bug lotion or wipes. So where she lives um, in over in the USA, the mosquitoes and horse flies have been awful on the trails. That's true, yes, yeah. Um, would you put that in a first aid kit though or would you just wear that before you go out? I suppose if this is for multi-day, then yeah, this is what you have to take if you're gonna be out camping and stuff like that. So that is a super good suggestion. Thanks, Arlene. All right, oh, and I mentioned, didn't I, that bag and we wanted to know why a bag, not a blanket. So this is also from Light Systems. It's the heat shield bag. It says that it's 104 grams on the little bag that it's in, um, but I just weighed it and it's 124 grams. So maybe that's without said bag, but if it says 104 grams on the bag, you kind of expect it to be that, the whole thing really. Um, but anyway, 124 grams is not a lot. Let's just try it. Let's put it on the scales right now and see if they're not lying. 
Right. It's on the scales. 117 grams. It's not 104 grams. Sorry, I have weighed it. Maybe I need some new scales, but they sort of, I thought they worked. Anyway, I'll tell you about this bag. So it's, it's really good because it's long enough to get fully in and wrap your head in it as well. So um, you can kind of create a bit of a hood around you. So what it is, is, is basically a massive bag made of quite a sturdy sort of foily type material like this. So if you were to get inside this, it reflects 90% of your of radiated body heat back at you. Um, so it will keep you substantially warmer than uh, not wearing <laughs> not wearing it basically. Um, it's 100, 210 centimeters long. Um, so that's as like most people are gonna fit into this bag uh, by 90 centimeters wide. So most people are gonna fit in this bag. If you are a larger person than that, you could always buy two and um, cut down the side and gaffer tape them both together. Um, if you did that also, you could fit more people into the bag if you were um, normal sized people and um, then share the body heat that way as well. So that's also an option. Pretty much if you're like a kind of a slim type of normal sized person, you can, or Fit. I, I think you can fit like two people in these bags. That's always an option if you're caught out, out and you need more body heat to like an injured person or something. The great thing about this is that it's a huge stuff sack. So you don't have to get it back to this once you've used it. You can just stuff it in there and it's a bit longer, a bit more forgiving so that you do actually have room to get it back in the bag because otherwise that's really annoying. Personally, I would take it out of the bag and just use a tight elastic band around it just to save on weight, like everything counts, doesn't it? You don't actually need to put it in this bag. Um, so yeah, the reason that you should get a bag and not a blanket is because if you need to use this in anger, you do not want to be wrestling with a blanket, flapping around in the rain and the wind and trying to hold it around you with cold hands. You want a bag that you can just get in, pull it around your head and, and that is it. You just, you just want to be secure. It's like the difference between having to like well, it's even worse than having to do up the zip of a top rather than just put on a smock jacket. If you've got cold hands, you just want to get inside a bag. So that is why on most mandatory kit lists for proper remote, more dangerous races, you will see bag, not blanket specified. So this is what you need. It is price wise 14 pounds. So that is a small price to pay for your life at the end of the day. So um, I would definitely recommend this. I def I carry one of these as well when I'm going to remote areas. And it has also got the seal of approval from the DV, the Duke of Edinburgh's Association. So that's what that little symbol just there is for. It's recommended for by them as well. So lots of kids trekking around the countryside with these in their backpacks. <laughs> you know, there's huge backpacks. You always see them on sunny days, don't you feel really sorry for them. Um, we were all there one time. Anyway, um, so that is um, first aidy type stuff. Then Life Systems also do a head torch. Now this is a, a really, um, it's on the lower budget end of the spectrum. So it's 25 pounds um, and it's called the Intensity 280. Um, it's That's because it's 280 lumens. And uh, I haven't opened it because 
I am going to include it in a head torch chest with a number of other budget head torches. So I've also got in this um, Nightcore UT27 um, that I'm going to start using. It's It doesn't get dark till really late at the moment, so the middle of summer is a terrible time to test head torches, especially if you're sleep deprived because you've got a small child as well. So come September, I will be running around the trails with these budget head torches um, to test them um, for in time for you to use a head torch come like the darker nights. So um, this is the Nightcore UT27. It's 520 20 lumens, that's um, a lot brighter, um, and it costs £60. Um, so I'm not going to go too much into these head torches, I just wanted to let you know that I've got them and I'll be testing like five or six of these sort of budget end, kind of lightweight head torches um, just for your trail running this um, winter and or autumn and winter. The minimum head torch um, lumens I would recommend is, is probably about 200 for trail running and that would be quite easy, straightforward, kind of smooth trails. If you want to go on technical trails, you might want to invest in something a little bit brighter, um, especially if you're not as experienced or if you have any sight problems or if you're navigating at night, um, uh, you'll just need a bit of a brighter head torch. Um, so yeah, if you want to, oh, I'll link, uh, why, here, yes, here up here, I'll link to why you might want to invest in a super bright head torch. I made a film for Silver, who makes some really high quality super bright head torches. So it just is, explains the reason why you might want one and why you wouldn't want one. Um, so hopefully that will help you out. Okay, um, then the, I got a a few things from Nightcore actually. I got another head torch as well. This is 1750 lumens, so that is very, very bright. Um, so I'm going to be testing that as well in a separate review. Um, I I think it's £90, so I just, I wanted to do a review of why some super head torches cost like three times that and why some don't, so I, I'm aiming for that this winter as, as well. Don't yes might might not get time but that is what that is for um so stay tuned <laughs> for that review hopefully fingers crossed um and then nightcore also sent me this is very exciting i'm going to take this to the utmb with me i'm not running it i am reporting on it i'm going out with Ho team hoka and i'm going to interview all the hoka athletes apart from jim wormsley he's not doing interviews at the utmb how rude anyway so nightcore have sent me this um charger so super useful for going on multi-day runs or if you're doing camping and stuff this summer um it's this basically very sleek uh, it's the size of a phone. It's like this, this size. That's my son. Um, it's the size of a phone, just about. And yeah, it's pretty much just smaller than phone size. It weighs 151 grams, whereas this phone weighs 169 grams. Um, there is also a wire that you would need to take with you to charge the charger, unless you fully charge it and you only needed like two phone goes with it. Um, this charger is 15, 14 grams. So it's only just less at 164 grams. It's only just less than your phone. Um, it's, it's got uh, a port there, um, flashes. It does different flashes. I briefly read the instructions. I hate reading instructions. It annoys me when I have to read instructions. And there's something going on about low power mode, etc. Um, so I'll have to actually read that and figure that out before I go to the UTMB. Uh, but basically, you charge it here and you put a USB in here to charge other things. So it's just really handy if you want to 
um, if you don't have access to mains power for like a day or two days or a weekend or something going camping or or doing journalisty stuff like I do where you're always like running out of power to need to charge GoPros and stuff like that. So that is um, that. Um, oh, I did compare it actually with a couple of other chargers that I have. I have this one, which I got from Petzl at the UTMB in 2019. It's just a bog standard charger. I think you can get like the same-ish, like two, two times charging of the phone from this charger. It's similarly sized, but bigger. And Bean, it's quarter to six. Okay. Um, my husband just needs to pick up Finley from nursery and it shuts at six and it's quarter to six. So I just was making sure that he knew that. And um, uh, this one weighs 216 gram, so quite a bit heavier. And then the other charger that I, I did use for a long time, but it's suddenly not working anymore. Um, not sure if that's because I didn't use it very much during the pandemic. So for two years, this did not get used. So maybe that's why. This is a Goal Zero charger. It's called the Venture 70 um, and it does a ton of charging. It weighs 473 grams, but it's really, really good. It will charge even a laptop, I think, once. Um, well, in the olden days, it would have. Uh, it's got uh, charging cables that just really neatly slot in down the side like this. Um, and then there was an iPhone one here, which um, is here. Oh, that's good. It's here. And I actually use this independently because it's just a really handy, tiny iPhone charger. So um, this one does not work very well anymore. I can't get it to really charge up anymore. It does have, oh, it has a light on as well. I can't get it to charge up past about three anymore. Um, and it doesn't seem to work from one port. So I don't know what's happened to that. I might have to contact them and ask them to like have a look at it for me. Um, it was 170 pound retail price um, and it did the phone about six or seven times. It was so handy for like social mediaing over a whole weekend and stuff like that for working. Um, but it's not actually on sale anymore. Um, the other thing it did come with was a solar panel which I'm going to start using again because the solar panel um, has a USB output so I could connect it to this new charger, um, couldn't I? I could connect it to the new charger and charge that via solar panel so I think that is what I'm going to do this evening because who would not want to take advantage of all the sunny weather that we're having usually? Um, so yeah, that is super handy and I really should have got on board with this way sooner. Um, so that uh, is um, everything that I'm testing at the moment. Um, I told you about the trail running socks. I've got the trail running socks are all in this box. Just here, all, all the different socks that I want to tell you about. So that is upcoming too. We've got the budget head torches that are going to that's going to happen um, more towards the like autumn end of life. Um, also, I have been testing. Um, Oh, where's it gone? That's annoying. Oh. Well, I've been testing some period pants and also a moon cup, but I don't know where the moon cup's gone. So the, the period pants, I've been testing Waka period pants and also um, a moody booty period pants. Oh my goodness, never going back to sanitary towels after using these. That's just a sneak preview of, of the review. Um, and where's the moon cup gone? Who knows where the moon cup is? Right, well, oh, here it is. It's 
fallen on the floor. Okay, so this is a moon cup. Um, I've also been using uh, one of these, so I'll tell you all about how that has been going in a separate one. Um, it will just be like a full on like period chat one. So if you're not interested in period chat, then you don't have to watch it. I'm not gonna talk too much more about that on here, but that is upcoming. Um, anyone with periods might be interested in that. And then, um, I've got to review a few baby items as well. So anyone with a baby might be interested in that. That will be separate as well. So I'm going to be reviewing this from Life, um, Little Life, um, which is like life systems, um, but for babies. Um, this is a, a very small baby carrier rucksack, which we have been enjoying. Um, and also this oh, baby carrier here. So you'll be getting my opinions on these. And also they sent us this really nice, super cute bottle as well. It's got dinosaurs on. I actually really like this bottle as well. It's really handy. It's got a straw in it, which did confuse Finley when he first used it, because he's used to going like this. But if you go like that with this bottle, it basically upends it and the straw doesn't have any water out of it. So that is a good design, but he took him a while to work it out. And then it closes like that as well. So really super handy. I really like this bottle. I might get one for me. Um, and also, I don't know if you saw that I've got some um, nut butters and uh, bars from Outdoor Provisions. I've eaten one of these and one of these, different flavours so far, and I will be chatting about these live with my colleague Vicky Mosley um, on the 24th of August. We're going to do a live chat and we're going to cover like our favourite shoes and we're going to eat some of these live. So we're going to tell you what we think of Outdoor Provisions. Um, the great thing about these is that it says on their website that the wrappers are fully compostable, but they look really normal to me. So I'm going to have to ask them how the wrappers are fully compostable because I wouldn't usually put something like this in my compost bin. So let's just see what they say about that. Okay, so that's it, everybody. Um, that's what I've been up to. If you want to write a comment and ask me about any of the gear that I have just mentioned, then do so in the comments below. Um, and yeah, sorry I haven't tested all of it. Some of it's upcoming, some of it's tested, some of it I've used in the past before, so I didn't have to open it. Um, but yeah, and if you want loads of more advice about trail running, it's also my book as well, um, Ultimate Trail Running Handbook, like tons of information about um, nutrition, training, the training plans from 5k to 50k in here. There, there's an example of one training plan, uh, very, very comprehensive training plan there. Um, there's exercises, there's injury rehab, there's gear, like how to choose gear, first aid kits, best races, loads of recipes, lovely nutrition stuff in there, and like loads of myths busted as well. So really good good for a Christmas present. It's, why am I talking about Christmas? It's the middle of a heat wave, people. But you've got to get organised. This heat wave is when you want to stay inside, do your Christmas shopping. That's my advice to you people. Anyway, so that book is also available. Um, what you can also do as well is if you like the advice and the gear tests uh, that I do on this YouTube channel, you can sign up to be a patron if you like. Um, it's, uh, it's very, very exciting. You get put automatically into a draw to win over 400 pounds worth of trailing gear every single month. And there are about 100 patrons at the moment, so you are definitely in with a great chance of winning something, definitely much better than the National Lottery or the Euro Lottery or whatever it's called, Euro Millions. Um, so yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, if you fancy saying a little thank you for doing the stuff for free on the channel, then that is totally up to you. Other ways you can help is buying stuff that I've talked about in, um, in the film description below or the podcast show notes. 
um, that link will take you to Amazon and then I get a kickback. And the other thing is, oh, comment, like comment, YouTube likes comments so it'll bump the film up higher. And what's the other thing that is good to do? Oh yes, there's a new super thanks button just here, 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 I think. Here, along the bottom here is a super, super thanks. So if you don't want to like, commit to Patreon, like if you don't want to commit, you're like, Claire, I don't look like you that much. I don't really want to commit to like giving you some money every month. You can just do a one-off thing. Um, I also have a YouTube membership thing as well, um, which is basically the same as Patreon. You just kind of sign up for a monthly thing and you can give me like a tiny thanks on there as well. So yeah, so sorry for the uh, blatant plug, but I'm kind of running out of money now because of the financial crisis. So, <laughs> so this is a blatant plea uh, charity case. So uh, yeah, just want to let you know, because if you don't know, then you can't do it. So anyway, uh, that's enough from me. Uh, let me know what you think of the gear. Have you got the gear? Are you thinking of getting any of the gear? Uh, let me know in the comments below. And if you want me to, to review something that's not shoes or not head torches or not period stuff, then do let me know about that as well in the comments below because funnily enough, I make this channel for you, not me. So if you want something reviewed, you just let me know. And if you're a patron, I'd be more likely to listen to you. Okay, that's it for now.